What's up, guys? Clyde with you here. We're starting a new podcast series today. Uh, if you're listening to this when it comes out, we're beginning as a church this series called Confronting Christianity. It's going to deal with a lot of difficult topics, pushback from the culture, or maybe some things you've been hearing. So there's going to be a lot of difficult uh, topics in that sermon series. And so to go along with that, we're going to do a little bit different on the podcast um, Monday through Friday. We're, we're going to go through the book of Psalms together. Really, that does is just we're going to read God's Word. We'll talk a little bit more about the book in general as a whole. Psalms is pretty straightforward. As far as genre, it's obviously scripture. It's God's word to us, right? Written through David and some other authors of the individual Psalms. Many of you are probably familiar with that. A lot of times if people say, man, if you don't know what to read in the Bible, just go read a Psalm. Essentially what they are, it's a collection of songs or hymns that the early church or, or Jerusalem would sing. Uh, and so they're, it's like a collection songbook and it's in Hebrew. So some things rhymed and had acrostics and that doesn't really carry forward to into English. We'll talk about some of those when we get to them as far as the exegetical interpreting the book itself. But just in general, like Psalms, like we said, it's a, it's a hymnal or, or song book and it has all different kinds of types of many genres within it. So you have basically just praise, like we're praising God, which is kind of the, the intent of this podcast series is we just want to take a step back as the church, as we're going together through this sermon series with what can be uh, potentially difficult topics, we just want to praise God uh, here on this medium as you're driving to work or whenever it is that you listen to this. Praise God. Thank you, God, for who you are. Right? We want to do that. Thank God for who he is and pray for our church. Obviously, pray for each other, pray for our church, and, and just focus on God. And so just being super simple on this, that's what we're doing. And, and a lot of the Psalms are praise psalms, just straight up praising God. Then you have other ones that are just thanksgiving, thanking God for what he's done, thanking God for what he's provided. You have some difficult songs of uh, lament, like they're frustrated or upset. Uh, and, you know, what do we do with that? And that's kind of the, the whole breadth of human emotion we see expressed in a God-honoring way in the book. We see uh, psalms asking for forgiveness. We know David was not... a perfect guy and so we see that scripture ex expressing that it's really interesting some of those then we have uh, other psalms expressing confidence in god like just saying what they know about god to be true uh, and then you have other psalms that reminisce about how how god has been faithful in the past and so there's this full breadth of i don't know it's kind of like now obviously this is scripture it's perfect god breathed out to us but it's almost like you're peeking in the journal of some people and People are emotional, and so we get the full breadth of that here in Psalm. And so I hope as we dig into that uh, throughout your work week, a lot of it's repetition, some of it is repeated, uh, and that's okay, right? When we praise God, we're either praising, thanks, thanking Him, or we're lamenting about stuff we're going through, we're asking for forgiveness, we're expressing confidence in God to forgive us or whatever He's going to do to come through. God's perfect. We're reminiscing about how He's done that in the past. That's the life of a Christian, right? Now, this is written before uh, the events of the gospel took place, but they all point forward and just ask for Jesus. And so ultimately, we're going to end there, uh, but we're going to go through the book of Psalms together to go on this journey. So without all that aside, let's get into Psalm chapter 1, verse 1. I'm going to read day one here. We're going to read the whole Psalm. It's only six verses. Y'all ready? Okay, I'm going to take that as a yes. Psalm. Chapter 1, verse 1. I'm reading out of the ESV. 
Blessed is the man who walks not in the counsel of the wicked, nor stands in the way of sinners, nor sits in the seat of scoffers. But his delight is in the law of the Lord, and on his law he meditates day and night. He is like a tree planted by streams of water that yields its fruit in its season, and its leaf does not wither. In all that he does, he prospers. The wicked are not so, but are like chaff that the wind drives away. Therefore, the wicked will not stand in the judgment, nor sinners in the congregation of the righteous. For the Lord knows the way of the righteous, but the way of the wicked will perish. So that's that's a short psalm, pretty straightforward. And here's the practical application. Let's just dig right into it today. It's pretty simple. If you're listening to this, if you're driving, you're at work, doing laundry, whatever, you have two choices today. You have two choices today. So number one, suffering by walking the easy way. Or number two, you can delight in taking the hard way. And the reason I worded it that way is because the psalm is written, obviously, to people who need to hear it. And so when they're hearing, blessed is the man who walks not in the counsel of the wicked, nor stands in the way of sinners, and seat of scoffers, his delight is the law of the Lord. Verse 3, he's like a tree planted by streams of water that yields fruit in the seasons, his leaf does not wither, and all that he does, he prospers. So we're having to be told that delighting in the law, delighting in Scripture, and delighting in the Lord is the way that leads to prospering. Not in a health, wealth, and prosperity gospel, like give money, get rich kind of a thing. But they're having to be told, look, I know it looks one way, but it's actually the other. And so let's just dig this out. Like many of you will know you struggle. You're a Christian. You go to church and you're 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 suffering. Life seems actually harder now that you're a Christian or that you believe in God or or doing what God says in his word. It actually seems harder than some other people who are carefree and they don't they're not they're obviously not christians they don't care they seem to be living the good life and so we see that and there's so many more books the so many more chapters in psalms that's going to talk about that like the what appears to be the sinners who are doing just fine right why do they get all it seems like they're prospering and so we here we, here we are being told this is a common theme throughout psalms the bible itself proverbs all over the place that although it looks like the sinners and the scoffers and those who don't take the counsel of the Lord, it looks like they're prospering. Here we're being told, no, it's the opposite. And so today you have two choices. You can walk in the way, the easy way, right? Sinners, scoffing, not taking the counsel of the Lord. And you'll suffer, says in verse 4, the wicked are not so, but are like chaff that the wind drives away. So in the long run, it's not going to go well for them. They're not going to stand in judgment. They're not going to be in the same congregation of the righteous. And the Lord knows the way of the righteous, but the way of the wicked will eventually perish, even though it might seem the opposite. Or you can, number two, delight in the hard way. Now, this is something I think is very interesting. We, we tend to read this really quickly and don't pause and be like, you know, have you ever thought about this tree? I know that's a metaphor, but verse three says, the, the righteous person, in other words, you who delight in the word, who delight in the word of the Lord, is like a tree planted by streams of water that yields its fruit in its season, 
Okay, so it's a tree planted by water, right? It's going to be a healthy tree. Then it has a, a section. It says, comma, and its leaf does not wither. Have you ever thought about, like, that? that's a supernatural tree. That's not talking about, like, a normal tree. Normal trees, even trees that are close by, like a, a readily available source of water, right? Even the most healthiest trees, I'm, I'm not, I don't understand botany and all that stuff, but I know like from common sense that trees, even the most healthy ones, have their leaves wither and fall in the autumn, right? I, that's my favorite time of year is the autumn. My wife and I take a fall foliage drive. We go look at the pretty leaves. I'm a romantic. It's fine. Whatever. Like I love the, the leaves change, but even the most healthiest trees during different seasons, their leaves will wither and fall. But here in verse 3, in this metaphor, this is a supernatural tree. It's not like those trees. It doesn't matter what season it is. It says, comma, and its leaf does not wither. And so delighting in the law of the Lord, delighting in God, despite hard seasons, will give us a resilience knowing that in the long walk, that we ultimately delight in the law of the Lord, that we prosper on the other side of heaven and Jesus achieves that for us on the cross. This psalm is looking forward to that. And so as you approach your day, you've got two choices. You can take the easy way, right? You can listen to what sinners say and scoffers say, or you can delight in the word and know in the long term that's going to make you resilient, a leaf that does not wither. Hope you all are having a great day, that you're praising the Lord, and that you take this to heart. We'll see you all on the next episode. Mm-hmm.